Welcome to Inside the House podcast episode four. Today we're at the Polypipe Professional Development Centre in sunny Doncaster. We met two key guys there, Adam Pearson, product manager for Plastic Plumbing, and Giles Coombs, product manager for Underfloor Heating. We dived into the products and services of Polypipe, all the way through looking at new innovative ideas and the likes of Amazon Alexa and where it's all going to go. Please give us your feedback on the podcast. This is a slightly shorter form episode than the long one-hour ones. Hopefully, this will make it easier for you to listen to in your lunch breaks, traveling on your commute to and from work. Please don't forget to follow us on social media, ith underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Find us on Facebook by searching Inside the House Podcast. Thanks very much and tune in for the next episode, also at Polypipe, in the next few weeks. Adam, product manager for Plastic Plumbing. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been at Polypipe? Uh, Polypipe, four and a half years. Four and a half five years. Five years, five years in the summer. Superb, excellent. And enjoyable time, obviously, being here, enjoy your time. Brilliant, yeah. Great yeah. company to work for, um, great people in Polypipe and, and some really good products as well. Yeah, definitely. And when you were at school and you were obviously went to leave school, what was your sort of ambition in life? To be a product manager for yeah, Plastic Plumbing or did prob- you have a slightly different... Prob- probably not, but yeah, you know. Yeah, that's fine. Let's go back to school. Do we know what we're going to do? No. I don't think so. I went to college straight from school to study construction. Yep. Um, quite a general course. Um, Dad was a civil engineer, always had an interest in, in the built environment and construction. And went to work for a materials manufacturer when I left college. Yep. Um, from there, the idea was to stay with them for a couple of years while I did um, HNC and then move on. Okay. So and, good. you know, 30 years nearly late i'm still in that that manufacturing industry so i've never really moved out of it no. so good so obviously you went in construction area and you stayed in construction yes area. so obviously a passion of yours obviously yeah. from yeah that's good that's superb um and here today we're at the polypipe uh, professional development center it's a lovely venue here in doncaster yeah um it's uh, quite big actually i was surprised how how big the the venue is um so there's obviously a lot of training happens here for the underfloor heat inside not necessarily your Everyday not bag, at the moment. I mean, it's it's primarily focused on underfloor heating training yep. because you know that is a a massive growth area for Polypipe at the moment. But we are looking to add other products, my products in here, and, and other yep. products so installers can come and learn about all the features and benefits of the products. Superb. So, why is Polypipe sort of best in class in the in the industry? I think it's a number of things. I think it's it's um, the products first and foremost. You know, we've got we've got the the broadest range of of drainage and plumbing products across all the categories. You yeah. know, whether that be mine, plastic plumbing, underfloor heating, below ground drainage, above ground drainage. So we've got a great range of of, of, of core products. Mm. And I think the other big thing is the people. Yeah. You know, we've got a, a, a great bunch of people here at Polypipe are all passionate about about the products yeah definitely I, it definitely comes across with polypipe i've been doing polypipe now probably uh 19 19 20 years in total yeah. since since the beginning um for me for, in my career in the builders merchants industry and for me polypipe's always been a stable part of that the, the innovation for me has always been oh, i can remember most of the new fittings being launched that we use today yeah so i remember yeah. polyplum in front of me there's a big science for polyplum i remember that coming out yeah. uh, when it was launched so for me innovation is a big part of polypipe but you mentioned before it's a bit slow in the industry. Yeah, I think in the construction industry, we quite, in the UK, we're quite slow to adopt new ideas and new products. You know, for example, if you look at the continent, 
a look at underfloor heating. It's, it's well established throughout most of Europe in the UK. It's been here, you know, what, 30, 40 years, but it's still perceived as new. Mm-hmm. It does take quite a long time, I think, for the UK to, to get to tune with, with, with new products. Yeah, do you think that's down to the, the, the consumers or maybe it's the fact that the, the, traditional, the traditional installer is a little bit old school? I think you, you're probably right when you said that the, the traditional installer is, is, is old school. But, you know, I think things are changing. Yep. Um, you know, we've got younger people coming through. We have a skill shortage, so there will be more emphasis on getting younger and new installers. And we're also seeing installers change from different industries. You know, mm-hmm. people who started out doing, you know, working in a factory, um, did different different jobs, retraining as plumbers. That seems to be becoming more and more popular. Yeah, and definitely. I've, we've seen the same. And, and then people have come out of all different industries um, coming into, say, being a plumber yeah. or, or bar- bathroom fitters as well. We see quite a few bathroom fitters. Yeah. People tend to just change job from a car mechanic to a bathroom fitter. Yeah, and you think to yourself, it's maybe it's relative, but yeah. to me, it's a little bit, it's, it's a, bit, a bit strange. So with the, the innovation of products, wh- where does that come in for you in getting new products and launching new products? And how does that work? We're always looking, uh, from, from my point of view, my product there, we're always looking to improve mm-hmm. the products we have yep. continually. Yep. So we're looking at the materials that we manu- manufacture the, the pipes and fittings from, the processes, any new technology. So we're always looking mm-hmm. to improve what we have. Yep. And then on the other foot, we're always looking you know, to the future. Yep. Is, is, can we incorporate new materials, new technologies, new systems? So it's it's quite a... A mixed bag, but there's quite a lot going on, you know, in, in the development area behind the scenes. It's just continual. I think you're right. I think if you look at the whole innovation in uh, smart home, uh, maybe it's a little bit difficult to relate it to plastic pipe. But, you know, you've definitely there's so many innovative ideas, people using new technology, yeah. whether it be uh, a smart home piece of um technology like a thermostat, smart thermostat on the under for heating side, whether it be measuring wastewater or reusing wastewater, all these different innovations yeah. are starting to come through. So, you know, it must be, it's exciting times ahead, especially with the younger population, as you say, in plumbing. Yeah. Um, definitely. And that'll make it a bit of a challenge for you guys to make sure that you're still at the forefront of that. Yeah, I think my products, you know, in some respect from a smart home point of view, um, probably don't have as big an application as some of the other products. Um, but, you know, we are seeing uh, inquiries around uh, water metering, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. So incorporating the plumbing fittings onto to water metering and monitoring type applications. Yep. Um, and also the polypipe Surestop um, mm-hmm. yes. products, again, you know, looking to automate that, that type of product. Yep. And, and that comes under your bag, the Surestop the short product as well? It's not, no, it's, it's, it's within the polypipe. Yeah polypipe group you yeah. know but, but dealt with with a separate part of the company okay so from recycling i was going to mention that as well obviously you innovative in the manufacturing process and the materials obviously recycling is a big part in the world plastics in the news yeah. every day yeah. i know it's slightly different but plastics yeah. in the news every day you know how does that how does that hit with you with the plumbing and recycling it is i mean as, as you say we see we see it every day you know we see all kinds of stuff being washed up on the beaches yeah um and i think from a manufacturer's point of view sometimes it's it's a little bit uncomfortable to, to to see that because you know from a manufacturing point of view uh we try and and 
recycle as well sorry we we, we try to minimize waste wherever possible mm -hmm. in the first instance yeah of course so yeah. we don't get the waste perfect but if we do get waste for example on let's say startup of a machine mm -hmm. where you have to put some material through that will be wasted yeah um, we look to recycle that mm -hmm. we look to put that into other products yep. wherever we can you Excellent. know so from a polypipe point of view we we strive to minimize waste mm -hmm. And then strive to to reuse that waste in other applications in other products. Yeah, excellent. Okay, very good. Giles Coombs, product manager for Underfloor Heating. That's right. Polypipe. Yeah. Here today at the Polypipe Professional Development Centre, a, a lovely building here, dedicated really by looks of it for Underfloor. That's right. Um, yeah, that's its main purpose. Yeah. So here tr offers training. I'll just cover a few things, but, but training here. What yeah, training? yeah. So we have the BPEC course here, yep. uh, which is a um, basically a course covering all the underfloor heating so from insulation controls you know literally everything so yeah. heating engineers and merchants come here and they learn everything about the product then they can go out and obviously promote our brand and our product as well and, and do you charge for that we don't know we used to but we don't anymore so no. it's a free course you yeah. know we get the guys to come up and stay over in a hotel we take them out for a meal and then they obviously come here and you know two day course and, and learn everything about the product superb no that's really good that's good so how long have you been at uh, polypipe for so i'm relatively new i've only been here 10 months now so yeah, yeah. definitely new yeah definitely, definitely. New. <laughs> and you and you haven't you said you haven't been out to doncaster yet in the, night. so the nightlife here for has got a bit of a reputation of being very ex exciting i think yeah, um, i believe so yeah yeah well, i'm sure you'll <laughs> find out in the in the near future um so how, so from when you was at school uh, what did you want to be? Obviously, what, did, what was your? So when I was at school, I'm a keen fisherman. So yeah. when I was at school, I always wanted to be a marine biologist. I've got a cousin over in New Zealand that's a marine biologist. Um, so that was that was what I wanted to do. Yep. Uh, however, I started playing football for the local team. Wanted to go out with the guys. Then obviously wanted money. Um, my neighbour had a plumbing heating business. Mm -hmm. So he said, you know, if you want an apprenticeship. It, the job's there for you. So I left school on the Friday and started on the Monday and then did, you know, my level two and my level three at college. Um, that was about six and a half years that took me. And then just as that sort of finished, I uh, I applied for this job. So, yeah, superb. So, so yeah. quite a long way from a marine biologist. Oh, definitely. I mean, working definitely. with water is probably about the only uh, yeah. similar similar thing. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. The reason I ask is that, as, you know, as students kids leaving school we, we find that a lot of people have like got these big ideas of being a marine biologist yeah. it's great it's not nothing wrong with it but you know they get disappointed that they can end up in a job doing being a plumber or whatever yeah. it may be and it's actually you know it's we all have these dreams what we want to do and um sometimes we get there sometimes we don't that's it and, and as it is actually you know you're probably enjoying what you're doing 100 oh, percent. definitely no i wouldn't wouldn't change it for the world to be quite honest yeah that's really good and that's exciting, actually, that you've you've gone from such a different. So I, I, I like I really like that. Um, so the underfloor heating, from a polypipe's perspective, what because what makes you the best in class? Uh, many basically, it's down to the, the many years of technical experience throughout the team uh, that's enabled us to create such a such a, a comprehensive range that covers you know everything from ultra flexible underfloor heating pipe right the way through to you know our new controls range that has connectivity with the likes of Amazon Alexa. Uh, Google Assistant and mm. IFTT and things like that. So there is a lot of development. Uh, and then also, you know, the customer service and ex the experience around all of that as well. Yeah. So you, you've got um, a, a team here that can do all your plans and takeoffs and drawings. That's right, and yeah. Specification work, I'm sure. And larger projects. 
Wonderful. That's right. So we have, you know, residential team and then right the way through to the high rise, you know, all the flats in London, everything like yep. that, you know, we, we cover the whole the whole range. No, that's really good. That's really good. And then from a point of view of like, so let's, I'll say, sell me the dream of using the polypipe underfloor system. But I suppose that does cover off to a certain degree the, the dream of using underfloor heating because the actual, the underfloor heating itself we discussed before can be new in some people's mind especially if you're building a new build or, or yeah renovating a house that's it i think the benefit of underfloor heating it gives the the homeowner freedom mm -hmm. freedom of space you know at the minute you're sort of governed by where you can put your furniture and everything like that with underfloor heating there's a lot more free space within the property mm -hmm. uh, and i think that's really what you know draws people towards underfloor heating and the fact that it's more energy efficient as well yeah. yeah, and you, and you will you you do see the the benefits of that. Yeah, and and from a point of view of a comfortable um, point of view. Yeah, yeah. So there's a more of a you know a more of a comfortable ambient room temperature, uh, which I think is very important. Obviously, you know you want to be comfortable when you're in your lounge, when you're in your mm -hmm. kitchen, everything like that. But at the minute, you know, with radiators, for instance, it, the heat's convected around the room, mm -hmm. and it's not comfortable. Where you with if you're near the radiator, you warm. If you're not, you know, if you're on the other side of the room you can definitely feel a difference. Whereas underfloor heating, it's that constant rise of, you know, that, that perfect temperature that you've asked for. Yeah, I mean, I do find with radiators versus underfloor that it feels in some places when you're away from the radiator, drafty. And that's my own sort of personal that's feeling, right. you know, if you're sat there with your bare feet or, or socks or whatever, it, you know, you can feel the draft moving around because the air technically is like moving around. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Much more. Um, so yeah, so I, I think underfloor is much more comfortable. Um, market leader of underfloor heating, what do you think has really governed you guys being the market leader? You've mentioned obviously the, a few bits, but what, what's the sort of key factors of you guys being the market leader? I think leader? The, the key factors are you know, product innovation, really. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, at the start, sort of 15 years ago, we were one of the first companies in the UK to market underfloor heating. Now I think it's the innovation around that. You know, to the, at the start, you know, we brought to market overlay mm -hmm. and the red floor, the red tray system, which is what's behind us here. Yep. And we had the market to ourselves. Whereas now a number of competitors have obviously taken them products on board, mm -hmm. adapted them slightly, and, and now our job's really trying to develop products to make us, you know, best in class, and then the service around that as well. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned service a few times, and, and I think that's a key point, especially for the installers if they're new to underfloating as well. That's um, it. But from a service point of view, you know, what, what sort of service backup have the guys got? What is the well, we've got obviously the AHM field support which is our sales guys out in the field, yep. you know, which are incredibly knowledgeable on our product. We've then got a technical manager, you know, covering all the technical aspects. So product manager, you know, covering that as well. Mm -hmm. And then we've got the guys in the design office that are clued up, you know, on all the products. Some of them guys in there have been here 15, 20 years, you know, mm -hmm. they, they really do know the stuff. Uh, and then we've got two guys on the phone support line, you know, constantly, yep. you know, five days a week. Uh, mm -hmm. So they, I think on average, they do about 100, 100 calls a day, something like 150 calls a day. Yep. So, you know, they really do cover all the all the technical questions. Yeah. I suppose it is more technical questions opposed to like a true customer service with a, with a problem fault, if that makes sense. That's right. Because most of the issues we've had um, with customers calling in is where they've, they've not necessarily not understood the installation correctly and they haven't been on your course, which is yes. free. And you think to yourself, well, why are you taking it on when you haven't trained? Does that's, that make sense? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that's really good. And um, fashion trends, obviously, we took, you know, under 14, I think is fashionable today. If you look at a lot of uh, new developments, a lot of new kitchens, bathrooms, definitely, people might put a towel in 
to make it in the bathroom to make it look good to put the towels on, but actually they're still heated with underfloor heating. Underfloor heating. Yeah. Um, so, so the fashion trends? What? So the, I, I said the main fashion trend at the minute is, is going more to sort of home automation and mm. controls. Yep. You know, there's, you can see across the market, there's a lot of development within the control sector. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's something that we're focusing on as well. Yep. You know, at the minute there's, you know, you can have connectivity with the likes, like I said, Amazon Alexa, Google Home, Apple HomeKit, mm -hmm. uh, you know, everything like that. So it really does cover all them all them eventualities of what you want that you know what that end user wants yeah and so with the actual connectivity what what's your sort of thought process going forward to to how easy it's going to be you to use i mean are you going to be saying alexa you know set my room temperature for my living room at 20 degrees is that is That's that the sort it. of thing exactly that and and learning your patterns as well of what you're yeah. doing yeah so you know you can you, loads of program settings and then like you say it's just a case of you could be sat down watching tv pull your phone out mm -hmm. talking to your phone and your heating turns up, yeah. you know, it really is that simple. Who do you think is going to win the Amazon, Alexa, Google, or Apple um, war? I dare say Amazon. Obviously, the, the first one to mm -hmm. bring to market the, the Amazon Alexa. Yep. Uh, and obviously, they've got, you know, so much investment going into that, that area. Uh, so yeah, I do think they'll. You think they'll, they'll, yeah. Yeah, I they'll think Google, but we'll. I'm sure it'll play out in time. I mean, uh, <laughs> Amazon's a huge. Uh, a, a huge uh, marketplace business that's very innovative and they, they definitely that's tie right. people into the thing and they're yeah. a consumer brand themselves. I think that's, it's really interesting. But um, for me, I use both, I've got both. Right. And the um, the Google Home system just seems more native to, to you to be able to use it. Yeah. It's just, it just seems easier. But we were yesterday, we was in Birmingham looking at um, smart home with, with a company called Yale and their smart home stuff. And we were talking about how it's all going to work in the future. So like they've got the security camera systems, you're going to have your um, your thermostat, you've got your sort of geofencing from a point of view of like, you know, if you're in the house, it knows you're in the house. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the smoke detectors and the sensors now know you're in the, the house. So it's like almost like when you leave, it'll automatically turn the heating down a few degrees yeah. to save you energy. It'll know when you come back. And yeah. it'll say, oh, do you know what? They're on their way back and it'll, and it'll put the thing up. It. But it automated, complete learning. Is that the sort of thing, do you think? That pretty much, you know, at the minute we do integrate Control 4 home automation, okay. uh, which essentially does do all of that. You know, you can control everything from your heating to your uh, cameras, li literally everything in your property, yep. you know, your blinds, you name it. Yep. Uh, and that's something that, well, we definitely do see the market, you know, swinging towards that, so. Yeah, good, excellent, superb. And uh, so innovation, what's what's new, what's going on? So roughly 18 months ago, we launched the auto balancing manifold. Yep. And um, that features a patented balancing valve, which effectively enables uh, automatic flow control. Yeah. So it, it avoids the risk of oversupplying any rooms, mm -hmm. which obviously saving energy. Yep. Uh, so that's something that we have been you know, pushing and trying to develop. You know, it's unique to the market, it's exclusive to us. And we are seeing demand for that. Okay, that's superb. I mean, would, it, would that be better on a bigger project, on a bigger, a bigger house? Uh, not really, no. Any, uh, yeah, any yeah. project to be quite honest, okay. uh, you know, it's it's saving energy. So any 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 project at all. Uh, okay, perfect. That's really good. Uh, Giles, thank you very much. No problem. Really thank good. You. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed that episode of Polypipe. If you'd like to give us feedback on any other subjects you'd like to us to uncover for you, please feel free to email us or contact us on social media. Thank you very much.